WLEW Sports Network presents The Game of the Week with Clark Ramsey, Dave Hansen, Doug Cole, Rochelle Ramsey, and Dan Banky. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. Just two weeks remain in divisional play, and tonight's game in front of us will decide how the Greater Thumb West will be won. It's the undefeated in first place Cassidy Redhawks on the road up against the 2-1 USA Patriots. Good evening from the winningest football complex in all of the Thumb, Unionville Seabling. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network, and I'm your host, Clark Ramsey, for tonight's broadcast. Dave Hansen is off tonight, so alongside of me is the 1991 All-State Honorable Mention running back, Ed Klump. Thank you, Clark. I'm excited to be here up in the Thumb. Beautiful area, beautiful drive up here in the fall. We're excited about a tough Thumb football. In just a flash, we are already on the home stretch of the regular season with every team making the playoffs this year. All eyes are set on collecting as many playoff points as possible, but also the glory of putting up another banner, a banner for a divisional championship. Well, there's nothing like it, Clark. Priority number one really is to win a division. Hang that banner up in the in the gymnasium. Once that's up there, that's, that's yours. They can't take that away from you. When you come back after you graduate, you can say, I was a part of that. Then the focus really turns to the playoffs and getting that good seed, making the playoffs. Everyone's in the playoffs this year, but it's important to have a good seed and possibly get the home field advantage. The Kansas City Redhawks enter week number seven the same way as they entered the previous three weeks as the favorite in the Greater Thumb West. Now they have a 3-0 record, not allowing a single touchdown, even giving up just three total points. Not a bad average. Not at all. And that's tougher than it looks. Averaging 45 points on offense and one point on defense per game let me repeat that one point on defense on the other side of the ball are the hosts for tonight's contest the usa patriots they start out the season with a 2-0 mark but hit a roadblock last week falling to lakers by just six points now they hope to upend another greater thumb west foe the cassidy redhawks and coming up in the next 55 minutes we'll look at our other area games host our meet around table and take a deep dive into the game of the week the usa patriots hosting the cassidy redhawks Tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb. DS Services of Cass City for all your grain handling needs. Kotic Radiator in Air Conditioning of Maddox. Rainey's Hunting Center, 269 Guns. The Here and Daily Tribune, home of the Prep Zone. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Here in Auto Parts, Farmers Co-op Grain Company of Cass City. Countryside Sales and Service in Stacks Market of Owendale. USA Schools, Think USA. And Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? Internet services are provided by Agar Valley Services on the blazing speed of their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to agarvalleyservices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Thumb Broadcaster Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction without the express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. When the season began, the WLW Sports Network started in the Far East, working our way from Harbor Beach on the Sunrise side, traveling west at M142 to Lakers, 
And now we find ourselves on the very opposite end of M25 in the land of Unionville and Seabling. Good evening from USA High School. I'm Clark Ramsey, your host, producer, and play-by-play announcer for tonight. And to my right is Ed Klump, filling in for Dave Hansen, who has the week off. It is week number seven of the MHSA football season, and we saw temperatures in the low 70s today with sunny skies. And I'm starting to think that Mother Nature is a football fan who also wanted to see this season happen. As a result, we've had some of the best football weather in a long time so far for the shortened football season, Ed. Well, I'll tell you what, Mother Nature must be a football fan, and she has teamed up with the governor, obviously, because the governor has allowed people more people into these games, and it's just the right time for football and the right type of weather. Well, we're not out of the woods yet, though, Ed. Just remember <laughs> that. Last week, we shifted our attention to the greater than west, where we saw the USA Patriots fall short on the road by just a touchdown, 28-22 to to the Elgin Pigeon Bayport Lakers. Tonight, the USA Patriots head back home and host another big team in the West Division, the Cassidy Redhawks, who are coming off of a school's first-ever state semifinal run last season. To my right tonight is Ed Klump, and we go back just a couple years, or perhaps a couple of decades, or three decades. We have someone in this booth this evening who has experienced what it's like to be in a big-game atmosphere at the state semifinals. There's nothing like it, Clark, and the community really gets behind you. Everybody in these towns in the thumb, they all show up to the game Last one out of the city, shut off the lights. It's it, it's exciting. It's one and done as well. This could be the last in the playoffs. It could be the last game that they play. To my left for eight seasons now is Doug Cole, our director of sports information. Doug travels from Livonia, Michigan each and every week for us and keeps track of every possible offensive and defensive stat, making our broadcast a reality with actual stats and actual figures. Doug, glad to see you made it back to USA for the second time this season. I appreciate it, Clark. Yep, last week... Um I uh, made it here to USA, uh, not knowing that the game was actually at Lakers, but fortunately for me, it was only a 25-minute drive from here to uh, Lakers, so it worked out well. Well, you knew where to park this week, though. I did. All right, so perfect. And uh, did you have a chance to eat somewhere before you came? I sure did. I uh, stopped just south of here in Unionville, downtown. The place is called Pickles and Shelly's. Ah, It was delicious. I had some pizza, pepperoni. And what was most fascinating about the place was there was a dog there. Really? It was a the owner's dog. It was a chocolate lab named uh, Fred. Fred. Yes. Fred the lab. All right. And does it get the Doug Cole seal of approval? Absolutely. Oh, good. So now dining with Doug can continue for another week. In our outside flank, I'm relieved to have Dan Banky back with us this evening. Dan is our director of visual data and spotter for WLW Sports. He's on his way. He's actually here already, making record time. And I think Doug can agree. We survived last week's broadcast, but did surprisingly well, in fact. But it's always good to have Dan back in our ears. I mean, it was a great broadcast last week, but Dan makes it so much better. It was tough trying to find who was running the ball with the wing T uh, offense with the Lakers and uh, USA. So, Dan, it's great to have you back. I'm glad to be back. I was the and... Uh... Well, I didn't see a whole lot of deer, so I, <laughs> at least I had that going. But I'm back in the booth here. I'll help you guys out. Well, we appreciate it. In our in-between, Dan and Ed tonight is the most beautiful member of our broadcast crew, and it's our director of game data analytics, and that would be my wife, Rochelle Ramsey. I've known the Ramseys my whole life. She's a fantastic addition to the family, Clark. You have definitely outkicked your coverage on that one. Now, that's, that could be one of two things. Yes, I do agree with you. But two, does that just mean I'm terrible at special teams? <laughs> little of both. Okay. All right. Well, kicking off tonight is an integral piece of the Greater Than West race with a Cass City win. 
the Red Hawks will clinch at least a tie for their third straight division title. If USA wins, the Wild Wild West will hold true to its name, and by night's end, we'll know how it all plays out. So keep it locked on the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Agar Valley Services. Listen to the W, LW Sports Network in more ways than ever before. Tune to Sports Radio 1021. Download the Cruise 102 app on your Apple or Android device. Listen live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. And now listen to our replays in podcast form. Wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. It's now time for the Media Roundtable, presented by Thompson Chevrolet and Bubbly. If you're looking for the latest models from Chevrolet, look no further than Thompson Chevrolet Find New Roads. Join me tonight via text message from the Huron County View, the executive order of the roundtable, Paul P. Adams, our in-game analyst for WLW Sports, Dave Hansen, the top spotter this side of I-75, Dan Banky, and our media roundtable reigning champion and director of sports information, Doug Cole, as well as Ed Klump, playing more of an exhibition match tonight for you, Ed. And through the end of the season, we keep score our games predictions, and when that time comes, we'll deem a media roundtable winner. Doug Cole grabbed the first victory of the season in week one. Dan Banky was on the money in week number two. But then Doug Cole got his second W for 2020 last week, late in the fourth quarter, when he edged out Paul P. Adams. Yeah, I'm thankful for USA for getting a uh, late touchdown to cover. Uh, to cover. So I'm fortunate. It's good to be back in the winning column. And I think you're also happy that you, Lakers kneeled on the three-yard line. That's for, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and like I said, Ed, so you'll make a prediction as well tonight. But if, basically, if you do not win, or if you do win, there'll also be another winner. So it's kind of like the election. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so how it all works. Each media representative picks a winner and a final score for tonight's feature game of the W at LW Sports Network. The winner is deemed by selecting the winning team and by having the most accurate point differential. If no one selects the correct winner, then I, Clark Ramsey, will graciously accept the victory for the week. Since Doug won last week, he will go last. So tonight's order is Paul P. Adams leading off, followed by Dave Hansen's pick. Ed Klump will jump in the mix, then Dan Banky, and finally Doug Cole. So let me pull out the lock and key and unlock Paul's pick here for tonight. And he says, last season, the thing that led Cassidy to its historic season was its defense. The Red Hawks have continued that trend, allowing just three points through three games. USA brings in an offense that can produce big plays, but was held in check for most part of last week. According to Paul P. Adams, the Patriots will find those plays even harder tonight to find against the stingy Cassidy defensive unit. Paul P. Adams of the Huron County View is taking Cass City 32, USA 6. So a 26-point victory, according to Paul P. Adams, for the Cass City Redhawks. Up next, we have Dave Hansen, and we have his pick here somewhere here. Dave Hansen texted in. He said, even though he can't be here, he's still here in spirit. <laughs> and he said, USA played a tough physical contest with the Lakers last week. Engelhart, the quarterback, left the game, and even though Gettle and Foley are phenomenal athletes, they were pushed around by that line of Lakers. Outside of two long breakaway plays, they were shut down. According to Dave Hansen, Cassidy, on the other hand, has been firing in all cylinders. They were they are too fast and have too many weapons to keep up with. According to Dave Hansen, it's the Red Hawks get a statement win, 42 to 12 over the Patriots. So Dave Hansen is taking Cassidy by 30 points, the current high player. Ed Klump, what's your prediction for tonight? Well, USA is battle-hardened after playing Lakers last week, and that 
tough offensive line running the ball, just like Cassidy is probably going to do against them. However, I think Cassidy is going to be a little bit too much for them. They have too many horses. I'm going to go Cassidy 28 with USA 12. 28 to 12. So a 16-point victory, according to Ed Klump, for the Cassidy Redhawks. Dan Benke. Well, I think Cassidy is going to be uh, way overpowering uh, to USA this week. Uh, they're really going to flex their muscles. And I think you're going to see something similar than what they did to Hart Beach last week. I think it's going to be 38 to nothing. 38 nothing. You're seeing the exact same scores yep. last week. And Cassidy holds still their touchdown list defense on the season through four weeks. So 38 points. Dan Banky is taking the high so far, which leaves last week's champion, Doug Cole. Well, you know, it's homecoming tonight here at USA, so you never know what's going to happen. I know it's uh, different circumstances right now with uh, COVID, but I think with uh, Ghetto, uh, as much as he's great uh, as of an athlete he is, um, his bread and butter is coming from the backfield, and um, he's a great quarterback, so I just, I just think the Cassidy's uh, defense will be too overpowering, and I got I got uh, Cassidy winning this game 42-20. to 20. 42 to 20, so a 22 point victory for the Cassidy Redhawks, according to Doug Cole. So, all five taking Cassidy tonight, so I guess that means I've got USA. So, we have at the very high end, we have Dan Benke taking Cassidy, win a shutout, 38 nothing. Dave Hansen taking Cassidy, 42 to 12 by 30. Paul P. Adams, Cassidy by 26, 32 to 6. And let me do some math here. Doug Cole with Cassidy at 22, 42 to 20. And Ed Klump taking the low, 28 to 12 in favor of of Cass City. Now let's take a look at other area games going on across the region tonight, and we'll start in A-player football, Ed, so let's play along like you know a few things about A-player football in these parts. Fantastic. All right, and we have in the NCTL Stars Division, Mayville, who's 3-0 against Deckerville, who's 3-0. These are the two best teams in the NCTL Stars, in my opinion, aside from Morris, of course. Deckerville won last week 36-0, Mayville won 58-6 over New Haven Merritt. Mayville's averaging 62 points a game, and Dickerville won the last 19 games against Mayville. Can they continue that tonight and get up win number 20? They may. It's a battle of the unbeatens in this one, but I do think Deckerville pulls it off. In the NCTL Stars, Morris, who's 2-0 on the season, goes against Genesee, a surprisingly 3-0 team. Morris beat Vandercook Lake last week, 62-14, after Burton Atherton canceled on them. Morris has the second-best offense and third-best defense. Genesee, number six and number eight. Should be an easy win for Morris. Flint International, the Phoenix, traveled to the Wolverines, take on Burton Ashton, 1-2 and two against 0-2. Any thoughts here? Uh, it's going to be a barn burner, Clark. Uh, <laughs> I'll take I'll take Flint International on that one. Okay, New Haven Merritt at Kingston. Both teams winless. Someone's going to get their first win of the season tonight. It, somebody has to, I think. That's normally how that works, yes. <laughs> In the NCTL stripes, North Huron at 3-0 against 0-3 CPS. North Huron is absolutely rolling right now. They defeated Caseville last week 54-6, to the game that Paul P. Adams was at. And North Huron is boasting the best defense in the NCTL, allowing just two points per game and averaging 47 points on offense. CPS, on the other hand, is outscored 22-150 to this year. Ouch. <laughs> great great drop in there bud <laughs> broadcasting school is really paying off in the nctl stripes division as well akron Fairgrove at 0-3 taking on the catholics of mount pleasant sacred heart in mount pleasant tonight the vikings against the irish 
That sounds like a, a, a epic tale there. And we have uh, Bay City All Saints uh, at Akron Ashley. But let's talk about Akron Fairgrove here for a second. They finished 2019 with three wins, but only have had three touchdowns this year. Sacred Heart coming off of a big 28 to 22 loss to Peck, and is certainly hungry. Bay City All Saints at 0 and 1, only played one game this season against Ashley, who's 1 and 1. Bay City All Saints beat Akron Fairgrove last week for their first victory of the season, 54 to 8, winning by 46 points. Their opponent tonight, Ashley, beat Akron Fairgrove the week before, 46 to 6, by 40 points. So you do the math there. I was told there'd be no math, Clark. Okay. In our final game, <laughs> this is going to be quite the broadcast today, let me tell you, folks. Caseville at 0-3 against Peck, who is at, uh, at Peck, who is 2-1 in the season. Peck lost to Merrill in week number one, have defeated CPS and Sacred Heart since number four in the TSA eight-player rankings. Caseville looking for their first wins of September 28th, 2018, and trying to snap a 15-game losing streak tonight. It's going to happen. Caseville's getting their first win. Oh, you're calling it. Yes. Calling your shot. Moving on to 11-player football. We have in the Greater Thumb East, uh, supposed to be a Greater Thumb East matchup. However, Ubley was scheduled to play KPAC. KPAC is no longer playing football this season. So they went out and scheduled Flint Hamities. So the Hamadians, or better known as the Chiefs of Flint, are coming up to Ubley. Flint Hamity lost to Beecher, who is 2-1 in the season. Beecher is uh, lost 21-27. to but then beat Burton Bendel the last week, 36-6, Ubley at 1-2, going losing to Harbor Beach and Sandusky in the rest of the season here. Looks like smooth sailing for the Bearcats. Ubley's better than the 1-2 start. They're going to take care of Flint Hamity, show them how, uh, how we play football in the thumb. Yes, indeed. In Sandusky tonight, the Brown City Green Devils at Sandusky against the Redskins. Sandusky 3-0, Brown City 1-2. With a win tonight, Sandusky will clinch at least a share of the greater of them east. Brown City lost to USA two weeks ago, 53-0. Yeah, and Sandusky's, Sandusky's an absolute handful. They're going to probably have their way with Brown City a little bit today. And another game that was supposed to be a greater than East matchup, Harbor Beach was supposed to play Memphis at home. However, that is Memphis is no longer playing football this year. Seems to be a curse of the I-69 corridor or something. And so Harbor Beach picked up a game at Rogers City. Yes, that Rogers City. Harbor Beach 1-2 in the season, coming off of two straight losses. And they are going up to Rogers City, who is two and one. And I do believe Harbor Beach's bus left Wednesday night. They should be getting there any minute now. <laughs> I'm not picking against Harbor Beach. Uh, Coach Shelkey is family, and I won't pick against them. They're going to take care of business up there in Rogers City. Well, I'm glad you at least show your bias right up front. No problem. Oh, moving on in our crossover game of the Greater Them Conference, Marlette against Carroll. Marlette, a surprising three and zero on the season. The Red Raiders taking on the Tigers in Carroll. And Carroll at 1-2. Marlette's best start since 2015, but last four in uh, 2015, they started out 3-0, but then lost four of their next five. Carroll won their first game of the season last week, beating Vassar 34-30. The Raiders take care of business tonight, Clark. That's quite the uh, You're welcome. Quite the impression. <laughs> Moving on to the greater than West, we have three games, of course. Vassar at Bad Axe. Vassar 0-3, Bad Axe 2-1. I fully expect Bad Axe to get their third win of the season. I think so. I think the Hatchets take this one against Vassar. And they're going for their third straight victory for the first time since they went 5-5 five and five in 2014. Vassar's still looking for that first win. They've had just two wins since 2018. Lakers at 3-0, of course, beat USA last week, traveling to Reese, who is 0-3 in the season. Lakers certainly rolling with a win tonight. They will clinch at least a share of the Greyhound West. 3-0 for the first third time in three years. On the other hand, on the other side of the ball, Reese, one touchdown in just two weeks. 
Yeah, Reese is going to have their hands full. I think Wisner might score uh, about 11 touchdowns on, on that one. Had to tackle his dad back in the day. It is a business decision to tackle a Wisner. You played against Eric Wisner. I did. It, oh. it, it, it hurt. My shoulders still hurt because of it. Well, you might not want to drive through Pigeon, then. He's the police chief up there. <laughs> oh, jeez. And, of course, we have uh, the game in front of us tonight, Cassidy and USA, and all five of our experts picking the Cassidy Red, uh, Red Hawks tonight. And it was time for a short break, and when we return, we'll take a look at those Red Hawks right here on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Your home for high school football is the WLEW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network in week number seven. The USA Patriots hosting the Cass City Redhawks in a Greater Thumb West showdown. It is homecoming night at USA tonight. Our first of the season, remarkably. I do believe it was about four or five years ago. It felt like we, I think we had seven homecomings in one season of nine weeks. The Cass City Redhawks are currently one of their largest in, currently in one of their largest successes of streaks in school history. After five straight playoff bursts, Cass City was finally able to punch their way through a wall that seemed to antagonize their entire program for decades. Scott Guthrell and the Red Hawks were able to clinch the first district championship in school history for Cass City last year in 2019, as well as the school's first regional championship as well. Now in 2020, they look to repeat that effort and maybe even find a way to Ford Field in December this year. Yep, Scott Guthrell, he's been... He was the head coach from 2001 to 2008, and he went 35 and 42, made the playoffs three times in that stretch. He took a couple years off, came back in 2011, has gone 64 and 33 cents, made the playoffs nine out of the 10 years. He's really built a successful program here through fundamentals. That's a disciplined team. As you saw last week when they played Harbor Beach, they keep everything in front of them. They're sure tacklers. They do the, th- they do the little things right. Typically, after winning a st- or going to a state semifinal, it's usually paired with a large score of key players graduating. In some facets, that is the case for Cass City, including four starters, quarterback Sandy Cathrell, running back Hayden Horn, tight end Colin Rubel, and center Hunter Keister. But instead of rebuilding, the Red Hawks have reloaded. That includes a star-studded backfield that is led by Alex Perry. Well, Alex Perry is really a Swiss Army knife. He's going to be the running back. He's going to be an outside linebacker. He's even going to kick the ball. He's... Averaging eight yards a carry, well, this is really a three-headed monster. Jordan Mester, Jr., averaging 7.2 yards a carry. And then Noah Zaleski, also a senior, 210 pounds, big running back, averaging 6.3 yards per carry as well. So it's a three-headed monster for them. And last week against Harbor Beach, Noah Zaleski, 19, 19 carries for 148 yards and one score. Cassidy had to replace their four-year starting quarterback, Sandin Cuthrell, this past offseason, and that would normally bankrupt a program, but Scott Cuthrell called the next man up and found Bryce Fernald ready to answer the bell. Through three games, he is the third leading rusher on the team and has completed two-thirds of his passes with no turnovers. Yeah, he had a nice... He He's a good runner. He doesn't isn't called on to pass a lot, but he's a great athlete. He's rushing. He's got 11 carries for... 222 yards and two touchdowns. He's averaging 20 yards a carry. So when he comes out of the backfield running, it is exciting. But he can pass the ball when he's called on. As a matter of fact, versus Reese, they're, it, he's 4-6 and six with 89 yards and two touchdowns on the, in season. the, pass, in, on the season in the passing game. Versus Reese, so far as carrying the ball, four carries, 117 yards, and a touchdown. 
So he's a, he's a threat out of the backfield. And completed all three passes that he attempted last week against Harbor Beach for 74 yards and one passing touchdown. But the Cassidy Redhawks are not just the best offense in the Greer Thumb Conference. They also boast the best defense as well. Through last year, they gave up just 79 points in 13 games, an average of six points per game. Through three games, Cassidy's up the ante so far, not allowing a single touchdown yet this season, and have given up just one field goal in total. Expect to hear the names of linebackers Alex Perry, Jeremy Velasquez, and Dustin Nagley a lot tonight. Last week, Cassidy was able to hold Harbor Beats to just 36 yards on 23 carries. We are just 19 minutes away from kicking off our week number seven matchup between the Kansas City Redhawks and the USA Patriots. Keep it locked on your home for high school football. The WLW Sports Network being powered by Anchor Valley Services. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey, Ed Klump, Doug Cole, Rochelle Ramsey, and Dan Bank. You their call tonight from USA High School. The USA Patriots hosting the Cass City Redhawks. And the USA Patriots begin this evening with a 2-1 record and are off to their best start since 2017, a year in which the red, white, and blue finished 5-5. Five five. Unionville Sleewing is coming off of a hard-fought loss by the hands of Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers last week, 28-22. But now the Patriots return home for the first time since the opening week of the season. The only problem is they perhaps host an even bigger foe than last week's Lakers, the Kansas City Redhawks. The Patriots are led by coach Josh Hahn, now into his fourth season at the helm. Josh Hahn, he's been the head coach since 2017. Josh has gone 17-15 and 15 over that stretch, and he's made the playoffs two out of the three years. He was the head coach for Howard City before he came to back to the USA Patriots. He was the starting quarterback here. This is his alma mater. He was a starting quarterback here for the first USA Championship team in 1998. Now, coming back to your alma mater, being the head coach, you know the tradition, the pride. You know everybody. You Most of the time, the kids that are playing, their parents you actually went to school with, you're, you're friends with. That's a great thing, but can also be a little bit of a challenge, too, uh, especially when it comes to playing time and things like that. Much like what seems to be the case for the entire Greater Them West, the USA Patriots lost very little to graduation and return a flurry of starters on both sides of the ball. USA starts seven seniors on offense, which includes running back, now turned quarterback, Connor Gettle. He had to step under center last week after starting quarterback Ethan Engelhart went down with a knee injury. He's out for the season. The good thing, though, for the Patriots, Connor Gettle is one of the best athletes in all of the Greartham Conference. Yeah, Connor, Connor Gettle, senior, he plays quarterback, running back, defensive end. He punts the ball. He's a three-year starter. Uh, I believe Dave said last week he even does windows. Yes, he does. Yes, that great. Uh, in 2020 so far, he's got 32 carries, 111 yards, and two TDs. And passing two for three for 41 yards and one TD. That all happened last week when he came in in relief. With a change at quarterback, it's the assumption that there will also be a change of offense to coincide with the available player talents. With Connor Gettle, you can come to expect a spread formation with an RPO run-pass option integration. Ed, now, as a former running back, what kind of effect does that have on mid-season change of playbooks back in the backfield? Well, when you have a new quarterback in there, you really have to change it to his strengths, and I think that's what's going to happen. There's a little bit of a question mark. He's going to be a little bit of an X factor here. It's going to be very interesting to see what they come out with an offense, if it changes that much or not. 
With the shuffle of Gettle forward, that starts the dominoes and brings Noah Crum into the mix for a three-man backfield. Braylon Ballard is your powerful but fast back. Walker Foley is your speedster. And Noah Crum, a mixture of the two. Yeah, Walker Foley, they're all averaging some great yards per per carry. 9.8 for Walker Foley, 12 for Braylon Ballard, and Noah Crum coming in at at 8 yards a carry. Um, They're all playing both ways as well, too. Uh, so there you know, might be a little bit of a fatigue factor, but hopefully not. On the other side of the ball, USA has one shutout to their credit this year, beating Brown City 53-0. In the other two games, the Patriots averaged four touchdowns in each contest. They were able to slow down the Laker running into sack last week, holding them 100 yards under their average, but the Patriots still allowed 269 yards rushing in three touchdowns. Yeah, USA, they are battle-tested, like I said, against a tough run attack from the Lakers. They had 52 tackles, but just three of them were tackles for loss. They had no sacks, no interceptions, no forced fumbles. We'll see if they can get a little bit more of some turnovers. Definitely going to be key for today's game. Last year, this matchup was a close one and had a final score of Cassidy 13, USA 8, USA scoring late in the fourth. And it's time for a short break. and we'll return, we'll have a direct comparison between Cassidy and USA. It's all right here on your home for high school football, the W. LW Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services. You're listening to your home for high school football, the WLW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey, Ed Klump, Doug Cole, Rochelle Ramsey, and Dan Benke with their call tonight from USA as the Cassidy Redhawks are in town. As the crow flies, just 15 miles separate Cassidy and USA high schools. For those stuck behind a sugar beet trunk on your way to the game tonight, it is a 20-mile journey from the curves of M81 to the shores of Saginaw Bay. There are a number of different routes you can take, but it all depends if you want to take a few pit stops in Colwood or Sherwood or not. In regards to school size, USA is the third small school in the Greater Thumb Conference, ahead of only Harbor Beach and Nobly, with 239 high schoolers. Cass City is the seventh small school in the conference, or for those optimists out there, seventh largest, with 281 students in high school. So in regards to school size, it's Cass City by 42 students. Tonight is the 29th time that the Red Hawks and Patriots have faced off on the gridiron. USA leads the overall series 17 games to 11. When USA consolidated into its current school structure in 1972, their very first game as USA High School was against the Cassidy Redhawks. Roland Packadin had his Redhawks ready and took out Rick Wilde's brand new Patriots 24-0 in that ball game in 72. Kurt Strickland was the quarterback for that Cassidy squad who ended up going 9-0 on the season, but the playoffs would not be a thing for another three years until the 1975 season. Gene Salas led the Red Hawks in rushing in, in fact, the entire Thumbbee Conference in scoring with 11 touchdowns and 13 extra points in the season for a total of 79 points for 1972. USA and Cassidy faced off in 1972 and 73, but then they would not play until 1996 again. The Red Hawks have won eight of the last 10 games, including the last four. And this year, Cassidy has the best offense in the Gritham Conference, averaging over 45 points a game. USA with the fourth best, scoring 40 points per contest. So on offense tonight, it's Cassidy by five points. Defensively in 2020, Cassidy has not allowed a single touchdown, just one field goal three weeks ago against Reese. So their defensive average is just a mere one point. USA is tied with Ubley for the fourth best defense, giving up 18 points per game. So on the defensive side of the ball, it is Cass City by 17 points. 
Las Vegas has set their line for the game. They're confident that line, unless it's wrong. Our colleagues at the Ohio State University and Matt Patricia, sports wagering department, said after factoring in all possibilities, stats, injuries, weather, and location, this red for tonight's game sits at Cass City, 18 and a half points. Tonight is the 283rd day of the year, meaning there are just 82 days left in the year of 2020. Thank goodness. Thank you for joining us for our broadcast tonight. Whether you're listening at home, out for a walk, or maybe just making a late dinner this Friday evening, which, and that brings me to this week's trivia question. This week's trivia topic is asparagus. Ed, I figured it's fitting for you. You are allegedly the 2003 North American Asparagus Eating Champion. True. True and enough. I have yet to confirm that, but that's the word. And so let's talk about asparagus tonight. We had a very positive response to last week's trivia topic of agriculture, so I figured we'd keep it staying in the same region of categories, especially since we were graced by Ed Klum tonight. Michigan Farms, question number one here for you, Ed, this is how this works. Michigan Farms produced 20 million pounds of asparagus in a year from just 120 total farms. My question to you, Ed, in national rankings, where does 20 million pounds put Michigan as far as production? And I'll give you a hint. It's one through 50. <laughs> That's a tough one, Clark. I uh, don't know too much about farming. Worked on a farm once, the Puff Farm. Earl told me I wasn't worth anything working on a farm, but I'm going to guess. <laughs> you know, Michigan, I'm going to say uh, five. I'm going to go with five. You're saying top five? Well, in top fact, five. it's the top two. Oh, geez. Michigan is number two in production, thanks in part to Michigan's unique in particular soil especially along Michigan's west coast. Asparagus thrives in the sandy loam soil, combined with enough clay and sediment to provide structure and fertility, making Michigan the number two producer of asparagus. Michigan yields approximately 1,200 pounds of asparagus per acre. And my second question tonight, this is particularly true and perhaps even higher in this county, known as the asparagus capital of the world. What county in Michigan is the asparagus capital of the world. Well, for the Klump family, this is a, a vacation destination. Uh, Jennifer Klump is one lucky lady uh, to be married to me. I'm going to say... Well, that's saying something. Oceana County. You are correct. <laughs> one for two tonight. That is, in, that is remarkably accurate. Oceana County, and more specifically, its county seat of Hart, Michigan. Located close to Lake Michigan, north of Muskegon, south of Ludington, Oceana County is responsible for 75% of Michigan's crop of asparagus, which amounts to 15 million pounds of asparagus. All right, and my final question to you tonight, let's see if you finish above 500 or below. The harvest season for asparagus is a short one, beginning in early May and wraps up six weeks later around Flag Day, which is when Oceana County hosts the National Asparagus Festival that has been going on for nearly 50 years, unfortunately has been canceled in 2020 due to COVID. Each year, they have a taste of asparagus competition, trying to find the best dish that uses asparagus as the main ingredient. Ed, my question, what recipe won the People's Choice Award for the 2019 National Asparagus Festival? This is an easy one. Oh, well, sure. This is uh, common knowledge. I'm going to guess it's some kind of pasta. I'm going to say like a, a asparagus Alfredo. Nope, not even close. And I'm not even sure <laughs> I want to try this either, but it's the savory herb asparagus cheesecake. Let me say that again. The savory herbed asparagus cheesecake made by Patrice Martin, who owns the Heart Bed and Breakfast. And Ed, if you stay there, you might be able to try it. There you go. All right. And speaking of two teams that are ripe for the picking, Ed, what are your three three keys to tonight's game? Well, like any game up in the thumb, the trenches, uh, whoever controls the line of scrimmage is really going to control this game. Uh, We're going to see Cassidy's line a little bit big. We'll see what USA can do against that. Like they played against Lakers, 
maybe they'll have some success on that. Uh, Cassidy going to have to control the big plays. USA hung in that game last week against Lakers with some big plays. Cassidy's real good at keeping everything in front of them. Disciplined team, good tacklers. Big play comes in, the, in, in there. Also, Gettle at quarterback for USA. What's that going to look like? How does Cassidy adjust? There's no tape. We're not quite sure exactly what it's going to look like. We'll see how Cassidy adjusts that. Current conditions in Seabling, Michigan are 68 degrees with mostly clear skies. They're calling for a 0% chance of rain this evening. Winds are strong out of the south-southwest at 15 miles per hour, gusting up to 23 miles per hour. Visibility is at 10 miles. Barometric pressure is at 29.8 inches and is dropping. Watch out. And the dew point is at 47. It feels like it's 68 degrees out. The humidity is at 50%. Sunset at 6.58 this evening, and we're currently in a last quarter moon phase. So I think it's safe to say it's a beautiful night for football. October 9th, 2020, we have 11 hours and 18 minutes of daylight. We've lost 21 minutes of daylight from just a week ago. It's now time in to listen in on our PA announcer here from perhaps the most fans we've seen all season. Good to see the bleachers semi-full for the first time all year. that folks that is fans in the stands it's a beautiful sight never thought we'd come to appreciate just the small things in life let's take a look that we have our coin tosses tonight Cassidy won the toss he elected to defer to the second half so USA will start out on offense your officials tonight your referee Joseph Squires umpire Jeff Muller head linesman Michael Carter line judges Keith Netsley and your bank judge Mike Williams out of the Bay City Saginaw region on offense for the USA Patriots at quarterback, that'll be number 45, a six foot, 210 pound senior, Connor Gettle. In the backfield, out when they're playing the straight T, three men backfield, we have Braylon Ballard, Noah Crum, and Walker Foley, a, two juniors and a senior. Walker Foley, the only senior. On the front line, Evan Voles, a sophomore center. Left guard is Jacob Nimtz. Daniel Krzyzewski, your senior left tackle, and your tight end, Jeremy Hahn, Jeremiah Hahn, on the left side. Sam Cook, Kirkland Krzyzewski, and Keegan Bixman on the right side. And waiting to kick things off for the USA for the Cassidy Redhawks, number 44, Alex Perry, the man who does it all on the other side of the ball. He's a six foot, 205 pound senior for the Cassidy Redhawks. Cassidy in their all white road uniforms, flat gray helmets with a black stripe down the middle and numbers on the sides. Gray numbers with black outline. Deep back for the USA Patriots, Connor Gettle, and that is.
Braylon Ballard. Kick comes in with the wind behind Perry at the seven-yard line. Braylon Ballard comes to the near sideline. He's had tripped up at the 20-yard line and brought down right away by number 60, Jeremy Velasquez for the Kansas City Red Hawks. First and 10 for the USA Patriots at their own 20-yard line. That's yeah, a good coverage by the Cass City. Gonna, USA going to start on their 20-yard line. Got a long ways to go. An 80-yard field in front of them. Left to right across your radio. USA in their home blue jerseys. White numbers, red outline. USA across their fronts. Traditional white helmets. The P on just one side. Patriots across their chest in white and red. And they're coming up to the line. Evan Voles, your starting center. And Connor Gettle will start under center. Three men backfield working off the right hash. Left to right across her radio. Connor Gettle turns, flips to his second option. That'd be number Noah Crum. Gets out for four, maybe five yards out to the 25. Jeremy Velasquez on the stop for Kansas City, as well as number 20, Dustin Nagley, middle and outside linebacker. It's a four-yard gain, second down, and actually five to go. The USA came out with a full backfield. It opened up a nice hole and some running room. Nice play on first down. Second down, five from the 25-yard line. First down marker just on the other side of the 30-yard line. USA still under their huddle. We've played 35 seconds. No score. USA in their first drive of offense this night. Staying to the same formation. Connor Gettle under center, still on that right hash. Three men backfield. Braylon Ballard, Noah Crum, Walker Foley. There's the snap. Handoff to number 22, Walker Foley. Moves the pile forward for about three yards out to the 28-yard line. We'll set up a third down and manageable. Tackle made by number 20, Dustin Nagley, as well as number 65 for Kansas City. That would be Justin Miller. Yeah, handoff to the to the other running back. Faked it to the fullback. Came off the ta- left tackle for the halfback. Three yards in a cloud of dust. They got the full backfield back there. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Ryan DeLong also in there as the defensive tackle. Third down and just two to go from the 29-yard line. USA their first third down tonight. Connor Kettle surveys the prairie under center. Wayne to the snap. There it is. Handoff right on the first option. Number 22, Walker Foley dives forward. Looks like he has the first down out to the 31-yard line. And move the chains for the USA Patriots. Tackle made by Alex Perry for the Kansas City Red Hawks. As well as Dustin, uh, Jeremy Velasquez once again. First and 10 for USA at their own 31. Tough yards. Uh, every yard's coming with a little bit of fight against this Cass City defense for the Patriots. Good first, good first down. This nice drive so far for the USA Patriots. Walker Foley, six yards on two carries. Noah Crum, one carry for five yards. 11 yards for USA tonight. On their second set of downs now. First and 10 from the 31, left right across your area. Now spreading things out, sending two wide to the left and two to the right. Braylon Ballard and Jeremiah Hahn wide to your right, working off that right hash. Connor Gettle, man to his left, out of the shotgun. A little bit of a low snap. Screen pass to the far sideline, in and out of the hands of Walker Foley, incomplete. Intended at the 32-yard thir- line, in and out of the hands. That will be considered a drop for Walker Foley. Second down and 10 from the 31. Yeah, it was a pretty good pretty good pass out to the flats to Walker. It looks like Walker may have been running before he caught the ball a little bit there. You get the nerves out early in the game. Just like you. Yes. 948 <laughs> left in the first quarter. 0-0 USA in Cass City. On homecoming night from USA and they open up the open up the gates tonight and allowed at 25 or 33% of capacity here. And of course in the thumb that means endless. Two wide each way. 
Connor Kettle in the shotgun once again. Second down and 10 is quarterback keeper to the left side. He has positive yards. Cuts in at the 35 and rolls forward to the 36-yard line. That is a five-yard gain for Connor Gettle on the quarterback keeper. Tackle made by Matt Mahalik, nose guard, 5'10", 185-pound senior. Third down and five for USA. Gettle got a little slippery on that run. Looks like he wanted to go outside. The defensive end brought him back inside, and he slithered his way up for five yards and a good play on first down for the Patriots. 9.20 left in the first quarter. 0-0. Zero, zero. Should be second down. That's more my bad. USA, third down. Yes, indeed. All right, we have that confirmed. Third down, five to go from the 36-yard line. Two wide to the right, two wide to the left. We have Braylon Ballard keeping the counter kettle company in the backfield. Quick pass, now pump fakes, rolls to the far sideline. Looking to pass, has white jerseys, lets us fly. This one's a little bit wide open, and it's going to be pass interference. Pass was intended for Keegan Bixman of the 30-yard line of Cass City. The ball was lofted up into the wind. It hung up there forever, and the defensive backs for Cass City run right into Keegan Bixman and do not turn around, and that will result in a flag on the play and a pass interference. Yeah, it was drastically underthrown, but it worked out well for USA. Bryce Fernald on the coverage, didn't get his head around, ran through the receiver. Obvious penalty. Pass interference on Bryce Fernald for City. 15-yard penalty from the original line of scrimmage from the 36-yard line. So this puts USA into the plus side of the field for the first time tonight at the City 49-yard line. First and 10, their second first down tonight. USA wasting no time already coming up to the line. Going to keep in the same formation somewhat. Two wide to the right, none to the left. Keegan Bixman tied end on the left side. Connor Gettle under center. Eye formation, two men in the backfield. Rolling to his right, Connor Gettle down to pass. It has it caught at the 40-yard line. Cassidy swings him down. Four progress has him back into the 35-yard line. Looks like number two, Bryce Fernald on the stop. And we have a flag play. A flag flies at the end of that play, and more than likely going to be a face mask against Cass City. It will be a nine-yard reception for Walker Foley for the USA Patriots. And Congress is in session to figure out what exactly this will result in. It was a nice, nice play. Rollout by Gettle. Uh, good pass. Good catch. Looks like it was for, close to the first down. Now this is going to tack on some yards for USA, and they are in business. Face mask against the Kansas City Red Hawks, and looks like they're just a five-yard variety, so not a personal foul. That means it's just a yank down, but not a yank in pull on the face mask. Bryce Fernald obviously knew he had all of it. Let go immediately. First and 10 from the 35 of Cass City. Connor Gettle under center, straight T, three men backfield. Handoff to Braylon Ballard, breaks through his first tackle, drags three defenders with him all the way down to the 27-yard line. Tackle made by Alex Perry, outside linebacker for Cass City. And it's going to be an eight-yard gain all the way down to the 27. Second down and two. Tough run. Took all of Cass City's defense to tackle him on that one. He dragging the, the defenders with him for an excellent play on first down, making it second short. Braylon Ballard doing what Connor Gettle did in the backfield, hitting that line at full speed and pushing that pile forward for eight yards. Eight minutes left in the first, still no score. USA in their first drive at the Cass City 27-yard line. Hand off to Braylon Ballard once again, right up the gut, all the way down to the 20-yard line, a seven-yard pickup, and move the chains once again for USA. Tackle made by Dustin Nagley, outside linebacker for Cass City, and they're now in the red zone. First and 10 from the Cass City 20-yard line. Braylon Ballard is running tough, running hard, dragging defenders with him. Getting that, picking up that all-important first down and into the red zone. 
7.42 left in the first quarter. USA within striking distance, trying to score the first touchdown on Kansas City this season. But there's a hard and tough 20 yards in front of them still. Cassidy's defense more than willing to come up to the line. Staying in the T formation, working off the right hash of the 20-yard line. Connor Gettle under center. Three men backfield, straight T. And handoff to Walker Foley around the left edge, trying to find that seam. He's at the 15 and falls down to the 10-yard line. Number 10 on the tackle for Cassidy. City. That would be Kyle Jordan, quarterback, 5'11", 180-pound senior. And it's going to be a first down, a gain of 10 on the play. Exactly move the chains for USA. First and goal from the 10. USA doing a nice job of mixing it up, going inside, going outside, mixing in the pass there. That time they go around the go around the end for a nice gain. A little, little surprising against this Cassidy defense. Keegan Bixman sealing off that outside edge, allowing Walker Foley to bounce outside. We played five minutes, and now USA first in goal against the Gas City Redhawks. 0-0, two wide to the right. Connor Gettle in the sh under center, coming to back out in that I formation. Noah Crum, as well as Braylon, ba Braylon Ballard in the backfield. Rolling to his right, Connor Gettle trying to stay out of pressure. He breaks out of that tackle, and he's really brought down for a yard gain, remarkably, as Jeremy Velasquez brings down, and we have a down player for Cass City. On the five-yard line, that'd be number five. That'd be Aiden Torres. Number 55, excuse me. Is that 55 or 65? Now we're just guessing. Number 65, Justin Miller. So we have a short break here. Ed Glump now is second down in goal to go from the nine for USA. USA been able to move the ball quite frequently and in chunks tonight. What's the key to that? Well, you know, they're mixing it up a little bit. I think they're keeping Cassidy on their heels. They're keeping him guessing. Cassidy bringing pressure a lot every play, but they're countering it nicely. They're running up the middle. They're having their way with it. They're running through. The, they're running in between the tackles. They're running outside. They're mixing up some of the pass plays in there. I think they're just doing a nice job of, uh, of mixing up the different calls. And like you said, there's absolutely no tape except for the exception of last week, which was a different offense for Connor Gettle. It's hard to, do, to plan a defense around a quarterback that you haven't seen, especially in such an athlete like Connor Gettle. That's right. He's so dangerous out of the backfield. He can, if, when, when he rolls out, you have to respect the pass, but you, he can also tuck it and run for a good gain. So we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this player for Cass City is going to be okay. So Eli Caban out there, also from Sure Health, a personal trainer and physical therapist on the sidelines for USA, assisting the USA coaching staff, or Cass City coaching staff out there as well. 6.34 left in the first quarter. And we are going to take a short break. 0-0 USA in Cass City from the nine-yard line. For second down in goal to go for the USA Patriots. Right here on the WLW Sports Network. USA on offense for five minutes and 26 seconds so far in this ball game. Six minutes and 34 seconds left in the first quarter. They are knocking on the door. Second down and nine. And glad to see Justin Miller, number 65 for Kansas City, being up on his feet and is going to be helped off the field by two trainers as well as number 71 jumps in there for Kansas City. Bonus points for Ethan Kempo. 6.34 left in the first quarter. And unfortunately, Kansas City goes down with a... 
an injury that more than likely we will not see Justin Miller any longer tonight. Hopefully, hoping for the best, but unfortunately, not likely. Head Clump, were you ever injured as in your high school career there? Plenty of times. I think my senior year was the only time I made it through a full season, as a matter of fact. What, what type of injuries are we talking about? Oh, I, I spread it around. I like, to, <laughs> I like to mix it up. I like to keep my parents uh, on their toes. Equal opportunity uh, injury. A lot, lot of ankles, a lot of ankles, a couple concussions. And uh, those were the days when you got your bell rung. You was a... It was, know, a Wisner. Of, it was a, Eric Wisner was a part of that, okay, too. All right. It was a point of pride. Yes. 6.34 left, and both teams are back on the field. The USA coming out in the T formation. Connor Gettle under center. Braylon Ballard, Walker Foley, and Noah Crum in your backfield left to right. USA also going left to right across the radio from the nine-yard line, second and goal. USA crowding the box. There's the snap. It's a handoff to Walker Foley. Gets down to the goal line. Is he in? No word yet from the officials. And touchdown, USA. The first touchdown for USA puts it up on the board with 6.18 left in the first quarter. The USA Patriots strike the first touchdown on Cassidy all season. It came in week number four. Also better known as week number seven. 6.18 left in the first. USA six. Cassidy nothing. Cassidy nothing. Walker Foley on that on that play. The, the guys up front for USA did a great job of opening a hole. He wasn't touched for the first five yards. Then, then did the rest of the work by pushing the defenders into the end zone. 11 plays, 80 yards, and five minutes and 42 seconds off the clock for that drive. Now going for two, trying to make this an eight-point ball game. Connor Gettle rolling to his right. Quick pass into the end zone. It is brought in by Braylon Ballard, and the two-point conversion is good. And USA has taken an 8-0 lead over the Kansas City Redhawks right here on the WLW Sports Network. USA with all the momentum on their side on their first drive of the night. Caps off an 11 play, 80 yard drive where the score, the two point conversion is good as well. Walker Foley with a nine yard run. Braylon Ballard brings in the two point conversion catch from Connor Gettle. And the USA Patriots at home leading 8 0 over Cass City. And Jeremiah Parmetter, the kicker for USA, kicking into the wind, comes into the 15 yard line, brought in by number 33, Noah Zaleski. Breaks out one tackle, spins his way down to the 33-yard line before he's brought down. Stop made on special teams by Daniel Krzyzewski. Left tackle as well as defensive tackle. Six-foot, 200-pound senior for USA. First down and 10 from the 33 of Cassidy, trailing 8-0 to USA. Well, we'll see this Cassidy offense now. One of the good things about the Patriots uh, with that sustained drive, they kept them off the field. Yes, indeed. Bryce Fernald under center, starting quarterback, three-man backfield, handoff to Alex Perry, coming around the right edge. Has positive yards and is dragged down across the 35, down to about the 37-yard line. Braylon Ballard on the stop on that far sideline. That'll be a gain of four in the play, second down in six upcoming. Just under six minutes left here in the first quarter, 8-0 USA. Patriots were able to string that out very nicely, but hey, got the corner, got some good yardage on first down. Second down and six from the 37-yard line. Cass City in their all-white road uniforms up at the line. Starting center, Cameron Cake, 5'10", 180-pound senior. 
And off to number 33, Noah Zaleski coming around the opposite end, this left closest to us here on the left side. He has the first down across midfield and is finally stopped inside USA territory at the 43-yard line, actually the 42-yard line. Stop made by Chase Payne, the cornerback for USA, moved the chains in a chunk for the Cassidy Redhawks. Mike Mahalik, he had a great block down on the end on that, on that play, letting the running back get the corner up for a nice game. 21 yards for Noah Zaleski. Slips the field into USA territory at the 42 of the Patriots. First and 10, right to left across your radio. The road Cassidy Redhawks trailing 8-0. 5-19 left in the first. Hand off to number three, right up the gut. That's Jordan Mester. He gets close to the first down marker. He might be shy. They actually looks like they're going to mark him down all the way down to the 31-yard line. Move the chains at 11-yard pickup for Jordan Mester. And the Redhawks, first and 10 for the Cassidy marching down the field in a hurry. Jordan Mester was able to slip a few of the tackles there. USA is going to have to wrap up, get a little bit more sure tackling on that. It's going to be a long day. I like that, sure tackling. 4.55 <laughs> left in the first, 8 nothing. Cassidy trails, but they're on offense at the USA 31-yard line. Bryce Fernald under center, hands it off to Alex Perry, coming around the right end. Keegan Bixman tries to wrap him up, and he finally comes in with some uh, support behind him. And looks like it's being a loss of a yard. They may say there's a fumble in the end of the play, but more than likely going to be down by contact initially first. Oh, they're going to say. There's no word yet from the officials. Are they saying it's going to be a fumble? So they're bringing out a new football. Looks like it isn't going to be indeed going to be a fumble recovery for the USA Patriots at the end of the play. And uh, number 88, Keegan Bixman stripped it before he came down to the ground. And Alex Perry coughs up the ball, and it's first and 10 for USA, leading 8-0, 436 left in the first quarter. Real good play by Keegan Bixon. He actually stretched it out and then made the play on the ball. So from the 33 to the 32, flipping the fields, but now USA back on offense. And... Turnovers in favor of them by one now. Handoff to Braylon Ballard goes up the right guard off spot and gets out to the 34-yard line. Tackle made by number 33, Noah Zaleski. Defensive end for Gas City. Gets out for a gain of three on the play. Second down and seven. 420 left in the first quarter. 8-0 USA on their second drive after that fumble recovery. Yeah, not a lot of running room on that right side there. The linebackers came up, made a nice tackle. Gas City had the ball for less than two minutes on that drive and just ran four plays. We'll see if USA can have another sustained drive here. Second down, seven or eight to go. Working off just inside the left hash. Connor Gettle under center, three men backfield. And up to Braylon Ballard coming to the near sideline. Finds the seam, finds the edge, gets out to and pushed out of bounds at the 41-yard line by a slew of players. Number 11 in there, Lance Swiderski, safety for Cassidy. It's me has the first down by a yard. It's going to be a gain of eight on the play. Move the chains for the USA Patriots. Ballard showing off a little bit of speed there, getting to the edge with all of the Cassidy defense chasing him. Good gain. Cassidy had the ball for just a minute 36 in the last drive. First and 10 from the 43-yard line for the USA Patriots. 3.45 left in the first quarter. 8-0 Patriots over the Red Hawks and back in offense. Cassidy switching to a 5-4 defense. They started off uh, started off with a 4-3, I believe. 
Gunner Kittle under center. Gets the snap, hands it off to Noah Crum. Spins his way all the way out to the 48-yard line before Jeremy Velasquez, middle linebacker, wraps him up. He's a 6-foot, 190-pound senior for Cass City. It's going to be a gain of four on the play. Second down and six once again for the Patriots. And right at midfield, three and a half left in the first quarter. USA leading 8 nothing. Good open field tackle by Jeremy Velasquez on that one. It was him on an island in the middle. And we've kept seen, it to kept it to a it could have been a real big gain if he wouldn't have made that tackle. Well, Velasquez might be undersized, but he certainly holds a large area in that middle linebacker position and has wrapped up players for the past three years. Three minutes left in this first quarter. USA comes up to the line. Connor Kettle taking his time, surveying the prairie. Cassidy with nearly everyone inside the box. Connor Kettle rolls to his left. Quarterback keeper so far. Now options. It's a pass out to Braylon Ballard. Has the first down. And forced out of bounds inside the 45 of Cass City. Forced out of bounds by Kyle Jordan. Starting cornerback for Cass City. Move the chains for USA once again. From the 48 to the 42-yard line. A 10-yard pickup. First and 10. Cass City had everyone in the box on that one. It was a great call play for that type of a defense. USA quite fortunate on that one. USA leaning on Connor Gettle at quarterback now. Of course, after Ethan Engelhart went out with a knee injury last week. Sounds like ACL. He's out for the season. And that's where the perks of having a former quarterback, Josh Hahn, as your play caller, helping out the starting senior quarterback. 2.25 left in the first. Under center working off the left hash at the 43-yard line. Hand off to Walker Foley. He bursts out for the first down across the 25 and finally ripped down at the 22-yard line by Kyle Jordan. A huge run from the 42 down to the 22. A 20-yard 20 20-yard burst for Walker Foley. Moves the chains once again. It's just a straightforward dive play. And he makes two Defenders miss. A little surprising. Usually, the Cassidy defenders, sure tacklers, keeping everything in front of them. That time, missed a few tackles. Got through some arm tackles. Got a big chunk play for a first down and into Cassidy territory. Five minutes left in the Bad X Vassar game, and Bad X leads 12 nothing. One minute, 50 seconds, clock winding down here in the first quarter. USA now running up to the line of scrimmage in the tee. First and 10 from the 23-yard line. It's going to be a quarterback keeper going, trying to find that right gap, and not much there going. He gets out to the 20-yard line for a hard-fought two-yard line, two-yard gain. Alex Perry as well as Jeremy Velasquez, linebacking core, and for the stop after a three-yard gain, second down and seven. Yeah, Alex Perry sniffed that play out from the beginning, came in. He was, up, he was coming in on a stunt, saw the quarterback keeper, was able to get the stuff right in the right in the hole for minimal gain. Coming up on the one-minute mark in this first quarter, Connor Gettle gets the call from Josh Hahn, runs back into the huddle. All blue jerseys tonight. Beautiful night for football. Wind rolling right off of Saginaw Bay here, just a mile away. Warm, nice evening in October. Less than a minute to play in the first. Eight nothing USA. Connor Gettle under center. Second down and seven from the twenty. Hand off to Braylon Ballard, gets out of his first tackle, trying to get back to the original line of scrimmage, and Cassidy's defense does not allow that. And they're going to say he stopped at the original line of scrimmage, three yards back from the pass line of scrimmage, and Jeremy Velasquez brings him down, and he also pulled off a shoe. It's his third down and ten now for USA. Well, Cassidy likes to bring their linebackers in on stunts, and Noel Zaleski, he was in the backfield. He almost took the, he almost took the handoff. Stopped the play, broke up the play. And then everybody else came in, finished them off. It's what, Cass, what Cassidy does. They're going to bring pressure probably all night. 
USA very well may get one more playoff here before the end of the first quarter. 14 seconds and counting. And looks like USA coming up to the line of scrimmage now. And they are not going to run a place. So we've reached the end of the first quarter. USA leading the Cassidy Red Hawks 8-0. After 12 minutes of play from USA in week number 7, the Patriots over the Red Hawks after 12 minutes of play. 8-0 right here on your home for high school football, the WLW Sports Network. are in the books and you're listening to the W LAW Sports Network 8-0 USA leading and it's going to be a third down in 10 from their own from Cassidy's 23 yard line Ed Glump what you think of that first quarter well a little surprising USA coming out looking very strong and I have to tell you the atmosphere here with the student section standing up people are actually here it's starting to feel like football again getting back to a little normalcy Well, it might not seem like it, but you're still listening to the WLW Sports Network. While you're away, USA went for it on fourth down of their own at the Cassidy 21-yard line. Incomplete. Cassidy now on offense, trailing 8-0, and Alex Perry gets the handoff at the 38-yard line, pushes forward down to the 42-yard line, stopped by King and Bixman for USA. So to recap, it is 9.45 left in the second quarter. USA leading 8-0, but Cassidy back on offense after they stopped USA at their own 21-yard line. Yeah, Cassidy right now out of the tee. They're faking to every running back coming through. USA's having a little bit of problem picking up who has the ball. They're carrying out their fakes uh, 10, 15 yards. Third down and five from the 43-yard line. Fernald under center. Hands it off to Noah Zaleski. Gets close to the first down marker. Looks like he's going to be shy by that about a, ha a half a yard. Stop made by number 64, USA J Justin or Jacob Nims, linebacker. And a fourth down in less than a yard to go for the Red Hawks. Nozaleski off tackle, bowls his way for a couple of yards just short of the first down. Nice stop by USA. We'll see if they can hold them here on fourth down. Fourth down and one. Cassidy going from it from their own 46-yard line. And it's on fourth down. Cassidy going for it. They get very close to that first down marker, and they're singling move the chains. First in 10 for City. So they convert on a fourth and one from their own 42-yard line from the 41, and a new set of downs for the City Redhawks. USA brought the house on that play. It was real close. Didn't look like City got it at first, but a decent spot. First down for City, and they're still in business. First in 10. 8.29 left in the half. 8-0 Cassidy trails USA. They're on offense. First and 10 from their own 47-yard line. A little bump in the backfield, and it's a handoff to number 33, Noah Zaleski. He gets out for absolutely nothing there as Bryce Fernald and Zaleski ran into each other in the backfield, stopping Dakota Miller, defensive guard, as well as Sam Cook, defensive guard for the USA Patriots. Second down and 10. A little bit of confusion there in the Cassidy backfield. The quarterback and running back stumbled on each other. Uh, 
tackled by about six Patriots. Hard to tell who made that tackle on that one. Good gang tackle by the Patriots defense. Second down, 10 to go from the 47-yard line. Bryce Fernald under center, three men backfield, 744 before the half. And off to back to pass, play action, rolling down to the far sideline, downfield to Alex Perry. It is in and out of the hands, incomplete, but a late flag flies in from the far sideline, and this will be a pass interference. Fernald's pass goes into triple coverage. Looks like Chase Payne is going to be called for the penalty for USC. Pass interference, and if this is the case, it will be a new set of downs inside of Cassidy territory. Clark, that looks like the identical pass interference play in the same part of the field that happened to USA. Yes, that is. is, in fact, what it, the, the call is, yes. So they're lining up the ball from the original line of scrimmage. It's 15 yards yep. as the officials are taking their time here. Just like just like the USA play, the USA, the USA defender didn't get his head around, ran through the receiver, same part of the field, and they're getting they're they're going to be first first and ten on the USA side of the ball or side of the field from the thirty seven yard line, trying to get on the board here for the first time tonight. Second second quarter, seven minutes thirty six seconds before the half. First and ten for Kansas City. Bryce Fernald under center at the USA thirty seven yard line, working left to right across your radio. Hand off to Alex Perry coming around the right end. Diving forward on a second and third effort. Gets all the way down to the 35-yard line. It's a hard-fought two yards for Alex Perry. Number 65, or excuse me, uh, number 16, uh, Ethan, or number 18, 60. There we go. Jacob Nymphs with the tackle. Second down and eight from the 35. Alex Perry's been running hard all night. He had to... He, didn't necessarily break a tackle. He ran somebody, ran over the linebacker. Linebacker came. I think he tripped on him on that play and got him down for a three-yard gain. Tough, tough running. Splitting the hash marks from the 35, 6.58 left in the half. Hand off to number three right of the middle. Jordan Mester has the first down and finally brought down at the 23-yard line. Brought down by Chase Payne as well as Walker Foley out of the secondary. And a huge chunk play from the 35 down to the 24-yard line, 11-yard pickup, move the chains, first and 10. Finally getting a little more running room, good blocking up front by Cassidy. First down for Cassidy inside the red zone at the 24. Bryce Fernalda coming up to the line as well as the other white-clad Redhawks. Six and a half left in the first half. Still that one score for USA and Cassidy not on the board yet. Hand off to Jordan Mester up the gut. Same exact play and same exact result except minus two yards there. A nine-yard pickup. Stop made by number 16, one, or number 60 once again. Jacob Nymphs on the stop. Second down and a yard to go. Looks like Cassidy's found a little something in the middle of that line. Looks might have a good matchup inside there. Jordan Mester, the ball carrier, comes up a little gingerly limping back to the huddle. Six minutes left. Second down with one from the USA 16-yard line. Splitting the hashes. Bryce Fernald surveys the defense. Under center. Hand off to Alex, or excuse me, Alex Corbeck, keeper up the gut. And Bryce Fernald gets out very close to that first down marker at the 15. Tackle made by number 75, Dakota Miller for USA. And they're no word yet whether that's a first down or not. They're going to say shy, then by less than a half a yard, third down, and one foot to go. Looked like a little bit of a miscue there again. The quarterback ran into the um, ran into the running back again, slowed him down. It looked like a quarterback keeper uh, might have slowed him down enough not to get the first down. Five minutes, 18 seconds left here in the first half. Eight nothing, USA leading Cassidy. Bryce Fernald 
comes up to the line. Straight T formation once again. Fernald hands it off to 33. Noah Zaleski has the first down, and he's plowed down at the 13-yard line, brought down by Keegan Bixman for USA. Move the chains, though, more, more importantly for the Red Hawks. First and 10 from the USA, 13. Good play by USA or by Cassidy to pick up that first down, but these yards are not coming easy. USA's defense is being stout up front, and I think that goes back to last week when they played the Lakers. They had their battle tested. That was a tough Lakers team, and they're being tough up front now. First and 10 from the 13, trailing 8-0. Bryce Fernald under center. Hand off to Noah Zaleski once again, coming around the left gap, has close down the first down, has the touchdown, touchdown, Cass City. Noah Zaleski finds the seam untouched into the end zone from 13 yards out. And Cass City strikes for the first time tonight, trying to tag on a two-point conversion to make this a tie ball game. Beautiful. 4.35 left in the second. Oh, beautiful kickout block. On that play, Noah Zaleski taking it in, showing a little bit of speed there, getting to the corner of the end zone. Uh, good blocking up front there. The, the the end was taken right out of the play, right off tackle, just like you draw it up. So with 4.35 left in the second quarter, Kansas City strikes and tanks on a touchdown. Trying going for two now. Fernald hands it a quarterback keeper around the left side. Options out to Noah Zaleski. He's in untouched once again, and we are tied. With 4.35 left in the first half, it is Cass City 8, USA 8, right here on the WLEW Sports Network. Thirty-five left in the first half, and we are tied eight apiece between Cassidy and USA. Cassidy marches down the field 79 yards and takes off six and a half minutes of play. Two-point conversion good as well. Jordan Mester with all eight points on that drive, and we are tied at eight apiece. I think some of the difference that they're, that they're doing on offense is that they are faking the ball and they're carrying out their fakes on that last on that last possession. It's hard to pick up the ball. I think the Patriots are having a little bit of a tough time, and they're getting chunk plays off of it. Well, when you have so many weapons in the backfield for Cassidy, it's tough to stop all those gaps. That's true. That's true. So you have three, three serious running backs on, on Cassidy. You have to keep your eye on all three. So we're tied at eight apiece, both teams with one touchdown and one successful two-point conversion. And Alex Perry's kick into the wind comes in at the 22-yard line by Braylon Ballard. Comes back into the middle of the field, going laterally to the near sideline. He's across the 30 to the 40, has a lead blocker, and runs out of bounds at the 47-yard line. Eli Caban stops him finally on the sidelines. And it's going to be nice field position for the USA Patriots, firing up the home fans here on homecoming night as they are tied eight apiece. It looked like they had Braylon dead to rights with a nasty stiff arm, was able to get around the edge, ran another two Cassidy defenders over, and they never did get him down. They just He just went out of bounds. Fantastic run. Cassidy with a 12-play drive on that one, covering 79 yards. Sorry for cutting you off there, Ed. No, you're, you're good. This is, the great, this is the best starting field position for USA all day. On the plus side of the field from the 48-yard line. 
Two wide to the right as a handoff right up the middle to Walker Foley. Breaks out his first tackle and finally brought down in the Cass City 42-yard line by Connor Herford, defensive tackle. He's 6'4", 230-pound junior. It's going to be a five-yard gain, second down and five for USA. Four minutes and change left here in the first half. Eight apiece. No rest for Walker Foley. Get that long return. Give him the ball. <laughs> That's all good, the- good, tough run. He's been, he's, he's, he, you can tell he is pumped up for this game. Four minutes left in the first half. Eight to eight. Cass City and USA all tied up. USA scored in their first drive tonight. Cass City fumbled on their second first or on their second drive of the evening. Their first. USA turned it over on downs at the Cass City 21-yard line. Cass City responds with a marching down the field for the score. And up to Braylon Ballard around the right edge. Has the first down. Spins out his first tackle. And is finally brought down at the 34-yard line by Lance Swiderski out of the secondary. From the 43-yard line down to the 35 and 8-yard pickup. First and 10. Off tackle on the on the right-hand side. The running backs for the Patriots are doing a nice job of slipping of slipping the tackles and getting extra extra yards. The yards after the first hit for the Patriots, pretty impressive today. They started from the Kansas City 48-yard line. They're already down to the 35. 3.18 left in the first half. Coming back out in the tee, counter Gettle under center. Three men backfield, surveying. Splitting the hash marks. Right to left cross your radio. A little misconfusion misconfu- in the backfield as Connor Gettle went for the went for the handoff, but then no one moved from beyond that. And Ryan DeLong was in the backfield before he knew it. And it's going to be no gain in the play. Maybe a loss of a yard back to the 36-yard line. Second down and 11. Ryan DeLong moved the line of scrimmage on that. He tackled three players at a time to get to get that tackle for loss. Great play by DeLong. Second down, 11. Connor Gettle gets the call from Josh on, runs back into the huddle. Two and a half before the half. Both teams with a score. Both teams with a two-point conversion successful. Beautiful night for football. Evan Voles leads the team back to the line of scrimmage. Second down, 11. Connor Gettle under center. Straight tee. Quarterback keeper around the left side. He calls his own number. He has positive yards. Streaks down across the 30 and finally ripped down at the 27-yard line. Once again by Connor Herford. Drings him down two yards short of the first down marker. Second down and two coming up for the Patriots at the Cass City 27-yard line. Two minutes left. Nice quarterback keeper by Gettleman. I'll tell you what, if Herford does not make that tackle, he's still running. Third down, two. Upcoming for USA. This is almost exactly the same spot that they stalled on their last drive, which Cassidy responded. Minute 40 left in the half. Homecoming here in USA. Connor Gettle under center. Three men backfield once again. Gets the snap. Hands off to Braylon Ballard up the gut. He has the first down across the 35. Falls forward to the 34-yard line. Excuse me, to the 24-yard line for the 27. And it's a move the chains after a three-yard gain for Braylon Ballard, first and 10 from the 24. Nice run by Ballard. He knew what he had to get for the first down. He gets north and south right away. Picks up that first down, keeps the chains moving, and USA is in business deep into Kansas City territory. End of the first quarter, Ubley leads Flint Hammity 6-0 in Ubley. First and 10 from the 24-yard line. T formation, Gettle under center. We see no time here. Rolling to his right, has a man in front of him, quarterback keeper, and dives forward. And all said and done, he gets out for a hard-fought yard brought down by Noah Zaleski. As Connor Gettle had him right in his face from the get-go, had nowhere to run. And we have a timeout called by USA with 59 seconds left in this first half. Boy, Noah Zaleski, he sniffed that 
play out. He was in the backfield already. Good open field tackle on, on Gettle for a loss. And we have 59 seconds left in this first half. USA calls their first of three timeouts. Ed Klump, what do you think Josh Hahn is setting up here with his quarterback, Connor Gettle? Well, it's going to be – they're going to – they're moving the ball really well right now. Their running backs are running tough. Uh, the second long is going to be interesting here. Um, Cassidy seems to be bringing quite a bit of pressure. So, you know, if they, if they do drop back for a pass, I think Gettle's going to have people in his face all day. They started this drive with their at Cass City's 48-yard line. They're down to the 23 now, facing a second and nine. More importantly, the clock is the opponent as well here. 59.8 seconds left in this first half. A beautiful scoreboard now to our right. Last time we were here, which was actually two years ago, the scoreboard, the old traditional scoreboard, back from the 1998 uh, championship run and years before that, maybe even when you played here, Ed, as the same scoreboard for USA. We couldn't see it in our booth here, thanks to a pillar. Well, now, beautiful scoreboard to our right. Yeah, we already covered it, Clark. I had too many concussions to remember. <laughs> I'd like to point out the atmosphere. I think we went off, off air before that. The atmosphere with the student section standing up. It's just great to see everybody out here. Finally, it's starting to feel like normal, normal. football in the thumb. This is exciting. It's a hard, hard concept to even fathom these days. Second down and nine. Counter Gettle back under center. After the first timeout, Connor Gettle, handoff to his third option, Walker Foley come to the near sideline, cuts back inside, has about five, maybe even eight yards, has the first down by yard. They need a nine, he got ten, stops the clock momentarily with 50 seconds left. Alex Perry on the stop for Cass City. First and ten, they're going to stay right close to that first down marker, but they stop the clock, which means they have to move the chains. So eight to eight, USA and Cass City, USA knocking on the door for the second time tonight. Well, they needed that big play on second down, second and long. Oh, no, 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 they're, now they're saying second down. Now they're moving the chains after the original, <laughs> the chain gang so showed it was a second down and one. So now first and 10, 45 seconds left, clock rolling. Gettle under center. Quarterback keeper rolling to his right, looking to pass, and they'll throw it down to the end zone, into the into the hands. Is it caught? Very close to that first down marker. And has the first down and is inside the five. First and goal upcoming. Walker fully grabs a pass from Connor Kettle as he was being hit almost immediately. Brings it in. First and goal from the three. Really impressive catch and throw. Gettle had somebody in his face, got knocked down while he threw it. And the catch, the receiver was getting hit as he was catching the ball incredible concentration great hands and very impressive catching that ball and keeping uh, uh keeping possession of it so with 32 seconds left here in the first half usa calls their second time out a surprising score here in against lakers and reese they are tied at 12 apiece with 527 left in the second quarter so Lakers 12, Reese 12, five minutes before the end of the first half. So close games all around. Both first place teams in the greater than West tied, entering the waning moments of the first half. This ball game in front of us, USA hosting the Kansas City Redhawks. Both teams with eight points. USA, of course, had a first and goal from the three-yard line after a 20-yard reception by Walker Foley from Connor Gettle was good and moved the chains. And now just one lone man on the chain gang standing with a first down marker. Well, they only have four yards to go, but they only they have 32 seconds on the clock. 
One timeout left for USA, so we'll see what they dial up here. USA has had the ball for four minutes and three seconds, have traversed the 45 yards, and off of eight plays. Working off that right hash, Connor Gettle, right to left cross your radio, far left side of your radio. Gettle under center, and we have whistles. It looks like a false start against the USA Patriots as the flag comes in from the near sideline judge. And now a little miscommunication from the sideline coaching staff with Connor Gettle. So false start against USA. This will push him back five yards. Josh Ahn doesn't agree with the play or call. So now instead of a first down and goal from the three, it's first down and goal from the five. This changes things a little bit. It does a little bit. They're going to have to come it. They're coming in with a different play. We'll see what happens when it's a little bit longer to get into the end zone. So Connor Gettle comes in. They're going to mark him at the seven-yard line. I say look for a rollout to the to the the near side of the field here by Gettle. Maybe an option pass, option play. It seems to be working all night, and especially with the speed of Connor Gettle, hard to catch up on that one. Under center, Connor Gettle, first and goal from the seven. Rolling to his left, exactly what Ed Klump said, but it was overthrown, intended for Braylon Ballard. Led him just a bit too far, had room in front of him but uncatchable over his head, incomplete, stops the clock with 28 seconds left, second down, goal to go from the seven. He had him, just overthrew him, Gettle, you can tell he wants that one back. I'm not sure if he would have got in the end zone on that though, the defender was right there, so might have had to use a timeout even, so not that bad that it was an incompletion. Josh Hahn gets the play into counter, Gettle comes back into the huddle, second down, goal to go from the seven. Cassidy trying to come up with a second red zone stop here on defense. Which, of course, the first one set up their first score of the night. USA. 28 seconds before the half, tied 8 to 8 between USA and Cassidy. Counter Gettle under center, second and seven from the second and goal from the seven. Quarterback keeper. Counter Gettle breaks out of his first half, gets down to the end zone. Touchdown, USA. Counter Gettle calls his own number, second and goal from the seven. And he finds and traverses all seven yards in for the score. And USA takes the lead with 22 seconds left in the half, now leading 14 to 8. Great run by Gettle, and I can't tell who the offensive lineman was who should get an asterisk behind that, that play and in the stat book because he pushed Gettle into the end zone. Great play by the offensive lineman. I'm sorry, I know those offensive linemen like getting their name on the radio, but I didn't see who that was. 10 plays, 48 yards, and 4 minutes and 13 seconds off the clock. And Connor Gettle with a seven-yard quarterback keeper. Trying to tack on a two-point conversion, trying to take an eight-point lead. It's currently 14-8 coming out of the huddle. Going for two. Lining up in the eye here, USA. There's a snap rolling to his right, looking to pass. Has a white jersey on him into the end zone. Caught by Walker Foley. The two-point conversion is good in the back far corner of the end zone. It is now an eight-point lead. 16 to 8 over the U over the Cass City Redhawks right here on the WLEW Sports Network. USA strikes for the second time tonight. Counter get on a 70-yard run. Two-point conversion fully with the catch in the far corner of the end zone makes it its eight-point lead, 16-8 over the Kansas City Redhawks. 
Connor Gattle pretty impressive on that drive. He hadn't, he didn't have a clean pocket to throw that whole drive. It didn't matter. He's got a defender in his left hand. He's throwing with his right hand. Very impressive. Parmenter's kick with the wind behind it hits the hands of Torres and goes into the end zone. And so that will be a touchback. And Cassidy will start after a touchback with 19.9 seconds left. That wind is strong in blowing straight off the bay. Parmenter hits the hands as Torres was completely off, stretched upward to try and bring that one in. Couldn't. And now they will start at the 20-yard line. That wind made it exciting, Clark. The wind is in a hurry. <laughs> First. What would it have been? It almost went out of bounds. What would have been the call if it went out back of the end zone? Still a touchback? Still a touchback. Yeah. Yes. As soon as it crosses the goal line in high school football, that is the immediate touchback. 16-8, to 8, USA leading the Kansas City Redhawks, and Kansas City still in the huddle. Time for maybe two plays here. They do have all three timeouts in their pocket. Scott Cuthrell and the Redhawks on the road on homecoming night here from USA. And they're throwing into the wind. Thank you, Dan Bank, for pointing that out. As we pointed out in the pregame, they can throw it when they need to. They're very efficient passing the ball. We'll see, though, if they want to pass it into the into the teeth of this wind. There is a safety valve for USA on defense. Handoff right of the middle to Jordan Mester, and he is going not much, if at all, any out to the 21-yard line. Tackle made by number 60, Jacob Nimps, linebacker. And Cassidy in no hurry, and with five seconds left, they're just going to let this one roll out and go to the halftime locker rooms with an eight-point lead for the USA Patriots right here on the WLEW Sports Network. We've played 24 minutes of play, and USA leads Cass City 16-8 right here on your home for high school football. The WLEW Sports Network being powered by Agar Valley Services.